This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast 2022 Tournament. We have two brackets of 16 players. On one side, eight of the BTP Patreon members. On the other side, eight Benchwarmers. Each side will crown a champion, and those champions will face off against each other to find out who will be the 2022 winner of the Platinum Splinter, proving once and for all that they are not an ordinary Benchwarmer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I am not your host, Matt, but tonight's game will be the championship of the Patreon bracket of our tournament for 2022, and that will feature our two patrons, Mark Grenier versus Byron Grubman. So, number one, apologies. I sound like Barry White because I have a head cold. That sucks. Sorry about that. But we'll go over to the gentleman and talk to them first, and we'll go to Byron since you're top left on my Zoom here. Byron, how are you, sir? Tell us a little bit about yourself as if no one here has ever heard you before. So how are you? I'm doing well. Excited to be in the uh, you know tournament semifinals. Um, as I was saying before we started recording, I'm in Philadelphia, so I'm like thawing out in my hotel room from being outside in the 30-degree weather. It's not something I'm terribly used to. You're getting weak. Is what it is. You're weak. Well, I guess, but you grew up in LA. Oh, that's right. You never lived in San Francisco, so you didn't know the cold. Right. You just cheer for the Giants. Okay, exactly. But you got Carlos Correa. Congratulations! That, on yeah, that. I was gonna say we recorded the fast break episode when I was hoping to get Aaron Judge <laughs> in opportune we're time. Recording yeah. this one after we got Correa. So the next that's podcast, it. if we could do something about you know AJ Brown leaving the Eagles, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> there you go. All right, and then fate your opponent tonight will be Mark Grenier. Mark, you're all decked out, look like you're, uh, you know, kind of ready for the cold and everything like that. So how are you, sir? Well, it was 14 degrees at our house this morning, so mm-hmm. I don't know about this 34. Sounds pretty sweet, uh, if you ask me. But, uh, yeah, doing good. i uh getting over COVID, so I also maybe have a slightly deeper voice than normal uh you sound fantastic buddy thank you thank you very much matt you sound you sound great too as as always so yeah looking forward to playing uh against byron we have not matched up before uh, in any formats of any sort so actually no i think we did play against each other in like a fast break or something we were on the same recording a couple years last last year i don't know i remember being on a recording with him put it that way so yeah should be a good matchup and i'm looking forward to whatever ryan Quizmaster Myers has in store for us because you know it's not going to be the same as the last round. So, well, the uh, yeah. the uh, the champ. This might be the semifinals, Byron, but it is not the semifinals according to the bracket. You know, so this is still the um, patrons patron side of the bracket. So, if it was last year, you this would be the championship game for the two of you. So, whoever wins this will be knocking off David Feuder as the champion for twenty twenty two. So congratulations to whoever the winner of that is and then regardless of whether you win or lose versus the winner of the the btp you'll still be a champion over on that side so a little bit of a different format for round three here uh we have so let's hand it over to ryan mr myers thank you again sir for all the hard work you've done with this and you will explain to us uh what this format is etc 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 
Sure. Um, so folks, uh, we are continuing broad knowledge across various categories. This week, we will be doing open-ended questions with multiple correct answers. For example, name the 10 most recent Super Bowl winning teams. Except not that, because that's way too easy. I'm not doing that to you. <laughs> so I am going to read you a question. I'm going to give you five minutes to come up with a maximum of 10 guesses. As they do in categories, you will only score points if you do not have the same answers as the other people. Um, so scores will look low, but points are very valuable. Hard to come by, potentially. So let's go ahead and get started. What do I have for you? Game one. All right, you'll want pen and paper for this, by the way, uh, folks. It will make this much easier. Question number one, please name the 10 most recent locations to be granted an MLS expansion team as it appears in their team names. St. Louis will be receiving one in 2023, so it will not be marked correct. Again, please name the 10 most recent locations to be granted an MLS expansion team as it appears in their team name. So for example, Sporting Kansas City is incorrect. I would be looking for Kansas City. If uh, there were an MLS team called the uh, Connecticut Ball Kickers, I would be looking for Connecticut. We're looking for the geographic locations located in the 10 most recent MLS expansion teams. Again, St. Louis is getting theirs next year, so we are not going to count them. Uh, I'm going to start a five-minute timer. Alrighty, folks, so I asked you to name the 10 most recent locations to be granted an MLS expansion team as it appears in their team name, not counting the upcoming St. Louis. Both of you got New York for New York City FC. Both of you got Orlando for Orlando City FC. One of you got Atlanta for Atlanta United FC, and that was Mark. Only one of you got Minnesota United FC. Mark said Minneapolis, RIP. That's the one I went back and forth on the most. I was like, is it Minneapolis? Is it Minnesota? I actually have Minnesota written on my paper in Frost. It's actually, that was why the I stadium asked. is in St. Paul. I used to drive by it every day. I thought it was in St. Paul. And that's why I was like, is it yeah. St. Paul? I'm like, no. It's, well, it's just not. all their team names Whoa. are Minnesota. Lynx, Vikings, mm -hmm. Twins. Um, both of you got Los Angeles for LAFC. Mark is getting a point for FC Cincinnati. Ugh. You both got Inter Miami. You both named Nashville. That was a quick one for both of you. You both got Austin FC. And the only one neither of you got was Charlotte FC, hmm. which I think is the newest. I was say, I didn't even know that Charlotte had a team. Yeah, that's brand spanking new. They actually, I think they did really well this season. When I was looking this up. Um, so, Mark, you get two points there. Byron, you get one. We're going to go to our supplemental questions now. Three questions over Major League Soccer. Number one, Landon Donovan played nearly his whole Major League Soccer career with which team? You've both answered LA Galaxy, which is correct for a point apiece. Number two, of the three former Major League Soccer teams that no longer exist, two of them were located in which U.S. state? And we're talking clubs folding, not relocating. 
Mark, you were in second. What did you say for this one? With no confidence, I said California. Uh, I feel like, yeah, anyways. And Byron? Um, I'm fairly certain the Houston Dynamo was one of them, so I put Texas. Correct answer is Florida. It was the Ugh. Tampa Bay Mutiny and the Miami Fusion. I couldn't think of another team besides the Mutiny, and I didn't. I don't remember there being a team in Miami before the, the recent Beckham team. Fusion. All right, and your third one. When the team that is now Sporting Kansas City entered the MLS in 1996, they shared their then team name with which musical? Byron, you were in second on this one. What did you say? It's not a musical, but it's the most, you know, Midwest thing that I could think of. And I put the Grapes of Wrath. I'm pretty sure that has been adapted as a musical, just so you know. <laughs> um, and Mark. <laughs> That'd be an amazing team name, Byron. Um, I, they, I thought they were known as the Wiz. I don't know if that's a, a musical. They were just but... the Wiz for their first season before they went to Wizards. That is correct. One point for Mark. Uh, Walling is going to be super bummed that he missed this category for (laughs) Uh, correct me if I'm wrong Matt but I think that puts Mark at four and Byron at two you are correct sir all right we're going to move on to our next dealio your next category is going to be American football please name the 10 most recent winners of the Associated Press National Football League Most Valuable Player Award who were not quarterbacks. If you've hit Washington place kicker Mark Mosley, you've gone too far. There's another one. Okay, both answers. Both answers are in. They're good. And there's a person. That's a name. And that is also... You owe Mason five cents. I have a lot of that things on my list. Starting off again, the question was, name the 10 most recent AP NFL MVPs who were not quarterbacks. Uh, In 2012 was Adrian Peterson, which you both answered correctly. In 2006, LaDainian Tomlinson, which is a, a point for Byron. In 2005, Sean Alexander, which is a point for Byron. In the year 2000, Marshall Falk, which is a point for Byron. In 1998, Terrell Davis, which is a point for Byron. Wow. All these names make a ton of sense, so great job, Byron. (laughs) 1997 co-MVP, Barry Sanders, which you both got. 1993, Emmett Smith, which you both got. 1991, Thurman Thomas, which you both had. 1986, Lawrence Taylor, a point for Byron. And nobody got 1985, a running back with the Raiders, Marcus Allen. You both opted for Walter Payton. Wow. That is a good round for Byron. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of those. I just remember dominant fantasy years by non-quarterbacks and non-wide receivers because I was like, well, the wide receivers never won the award, so let's just go running backs that had amazing seasons. Um, Let's go to our three supplemental questions still over NFL MVPs. Question number one, which former NFL MVP served as an associate justice for the Minnesota Supreme Court for 22 years? Byron, you were in second. What did you say? The only name I could pull is Fran Tarkenton. And Mark? 
I couldn't have told you if this guy was an MVP, but I know that Alan Page was a judge in Minnesota. So that's what I said. Alan Page had a standout year in the early 70s and is correct. One point for Mark. Nice job. Number two, the Associated Press and Pro Football Writers of America often agree on who is the league's most valuable player. Their most recent disagreement came in 2003 when the AP chose both Peyton Manning and Steve McNair, and the PFWA chose which running back who rushed for over 2,000 yards that year. Byron, you were in second. What did you say? Just on the time frame, I said Corey Dillon. And Mark? I had him in my list of 10 MVPs. I figured I'd try it again. I know he rushed for 2,000 yards. I said Jamal Lewis. Jamal oh, Lewis is correct. Good pull. I couldn't – time frame seemed right. I was like, wait, did Eddie George rush for 2,000 yards? <laughs> but, yeah. All right, third question. The Associated Press has only ever awarded an MVP unanimously twice. The first time was Tom Brady in 2010. The second time was which other quarterback in a later year? Mark, you were in second this time. What'd you say? I wasn't really sure, uh, but I know Cam, Cam Newton had an incredible year. He won the MVP, so um, that was my guess, Cam Newton. And Byron? And I went with kind of the other you know quarterback who's had a couple of dominant, you know, super dominant seasons. I said Aaron Rodgers. Hedge your bets. Um, winning in 2019, this is Lamar Jackson. Ooh. Man, that's aged well. It's a tough one. Huh. Right. All right, um, Matt, how are we looking score-wise after two rounds? Mark has uh, six, and Byron taking the lead with seven. Ooh, close. Okay. Uh, gentlemen, we're going to move on to your third question. This one is going to be over the Olympic Games. Please name the 10 Olympic host cities whose names are more than one word long. Hyphenated names will count as two words in this case. Again, please name the 10 Olympic host cities whose names are more than one word long. Hyphenated names will count as two words in this case. I've got everything... We have so, folks. I asked you to name uh, the ten Olympic host cities that have more than one word in their names. Hyphenated answers count as two, or else it only would have been nine. Uh, hosting in 1904, St. Louis, which is a point for Mark. Nope. Oh, Locked. and you, and you. It's it's a point for nobody. <laughs> Sorry, STL snuck up. That's on why me. I asked if you could dissect my uh i could but that one was very tiny very tiny <laughs> no point um hosting in 1928 and then again in 1948 i have been there in switzerland it's san maritz hosting in 1932 and then 1980 lake placid which you both got hosting in 1932 1984 and soon again in 2028 los angeles which you both answered correctly hosting in 1936 and then 1940, and then it got canceled because of World War II. Uh, the German resort town of Garmisch-Partenkirchen, which Mark got correct. Ooh. Good, good and pull, man. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I, an hour before we started recording, I was like, sometimes Olympic cities come up, and there was a couple that I couldn't remember, and I was looking at the list. And I'm like, you mean Germany hosted both the 36 Summer and Winter Olympics? Like that's crazy. You know, and if I saw this Garnish Partenkirchen name on the list. I was like, 
that's very sticky in my brain. Was that, was was that the, the spelling you were worried about? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it um, sounds like a lot. The other one you probably gleaned from that list, they were supposed to host in 44, canceled because of the war. They hosted in 56, and they will host the 2026 Winter Games with Milano. It's Cortino d'Ampezzo in Italy. Cortina d'Ampezzo, which Mark did get. Mm. Just another sticky cool. name. I, I, I remember when it was announced that they were hosting again. Um, and I, I do watch a lot of winter sports, especially like bobsled and skeleton and stuff. I love watching that stuff. And like all these places that host the weekly kind of bobsled race are all these weird cities that hosted Olympics in the past. So. Sure, because they got to have the infrastructure for it and the equipment. Yep. Um, 1960, both of you did get the very racistly named Squaw Valley, which is in the process of getting its name changed, I believe. Uh, 1968, Mexico City, which you both did get. 2002, Salt Lake City, you both answered correctly. And 2016, Rio de Janeiro, which is a point for Byron. Mark just had nine down. Now you can see why I filled out with those other three that I was just like, you know what, it's worth a shot. Yeah. Mark, Mark, or Byron's tenth answer was Melbourne with a <laughs> I could not think of a tenth one that had more than one. Yeah, I completely forgot. Oh, I put Pyong Dash Chang too, just in case that's how it was written. I... <laughs> so okay, if so... I if I have that correctly, Mark got two more, two that he didn't, that Byron didn't, and Byron got one that Mark didn't. Right, two to one favor, Mark. Yep. Yes. Okay. I got three. I had I had Saint Moritz. Oh, you had Saint yeah. Moritz. Yes, yep. my bad. Oh, so three. Okay. My my keyboard was over one of them. Um, yeah. Supplemental Sam question. Ritz and what was the other one? The, oh, the the German one. Martina and Garner. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, three one. Um, Gherkin. Supplemental questions over Olympic host cities. Number one, which famous painting was stolen in a heist conducted on the day of the opening ceremony of the Lillehammer Olympics? Since security and attendance would be minimal due to the games nearby. You've both answered quickly with the scream, which is correct. Number two, a former gold medalist in fencing, the current head of the International Olympic Committee, shares his last name with which classical music composer? Uh, You have both answered with Bach. The correct composer is Carl Philipp Emanuel Bach. Oh, wow. For taking us on that journey. Thomas Bach is the head. And number three, though the 1956 games were held in Australia, which country put in a separate bid to host the equestrian events some 9,700 miles away? Uh, You've both answered correctly with Sweden. So Mm -hmm. very well done. Um, We are not dilly-dallying. We're going to go directly into the next question. This one's over baseball. Your question, gentlemen, is... Please name the 10 most recent teams to have won the National League Cy Young Award. If you've hit Brandon Webb with the Arizona Diamondbacks, you've gone too far. Another MVP question in a sense. Okay, gentlemen, I should name the 10 most recent teams to have won the National League Cy Young Award. If you've hit Brandon Webb back with the D-backs in 07, I think you've gone too far. Winning this most recent year was Sandy Alcantara, which is from the Miami Marlins. You both got that. The year before, Corbin Burns with the Milwaukee Brewers. That is a point for Byron. 
Before that, Trevor, we don't talk about this guy, Bauer, which you both got. He played for the Reds. Uh, then you have both Jacob deGrum and R.A. Dickey for the New York Mets. You both got that. Before them, or between them, rather, uh, Max Scherzer with the Washington Nationals. You both got that. Jake Arietta with the Chicago Cubs, which you both got. Winning several times in that span. Clayton Kershaw with the Dodgers. You both got that. Roy Halladay with the Philadelphia Phillies. You both got that. Goodness. Tim Linscombe with the San Francisco Giants, which you both got. And finally, Jake Peavy with the Padres. A point for Byron. Ooh. It it was, I knew that he won it. Clemens was around there right around when Webb won his. So I was like using that as the marker. Yeah. Well done. Supplemental questions about National League Cy Young. Number one, which Phillies pitcher won an impressive four NL Cy Young awards across the span of a decade? You both very quickly answered with Steve Carlton, which is correct. A point for both of you. Number two, with which team did Pedro Martinez win a National League Cy Young award? Mark said Le Expo, which is correct. <laughs> both got the correct for a point. And number three, what is the only National League team to have never won a Cy Young Award? I know this one. You've both answered the Colorado Rockies, which is correct, despite Ubaldo Jimenez's great attempt. Um, That's a point for both of you. Where are we standing, Matt, going into the final one? Uh, Byron has 16 and Mark has 15. (laughs) Exciting. Burn burner. All right, folks. Sports media, your next category. You're either going to love or hate it out of this. (laughs) Gentlemen, your final one before the final supplemental category or questions are as follows. Please name the 10 sports personalities that have won the most episodes of ESPN's Around the Horn. Bomani Jones is 11th on this list with 159 wins. Again, please name the 10 sports personalities that have won the most episodes of ESPN's Around the Horn. Bomani Jones is 11th on this list with 159 wins. Okay. You don't have a lot of correct answers on mine to, to, to look at Ryan. So it shouldn't take you. I do not. I should should have said, Mark, this was habitual viewing when I was in college and shortly thereafter. Uh Oh, okay. So please name the 10 sports personalities that have won the most episodes of ESPNs around the horn. Bomani Jones is 11th with 159. Most all-time with 650 wins, the GOAT. Woody Page from Denver. You both answered him correctly. Second place with 514 is Tim Cowlishaw. It's a point for Pyron. That's a name. There's a bunch of guys that I just could not think of their names. Like, I could see their face because I have. I used to watch when I was younger and when I probably college and shortly thereafter. And there's like, there were four guys that you're going to say their names and I'll be like, yep, that's the guy I was trying to go to. In third place, 409 is Bill Plaschke, which you both answered correctly. In fourth place with 358 is Kevin Blackestone. That's a point for Byron. With 329, I would not have got him, is Jay Mariotti. It's a point for Byron. That was a, a wing and a prayer. I know he got kicked off early on but i was like man he was on a ton of episodes mm-hmm. um, with, another one that i was trying to think of <laughs> i could see his face sixth place with 325 is ja adonde which you both got seventh place 258 wins is jackie mack jackie mcmullen both of you got that correctly 
Uh, in eighth place with 212, Bob Ryan, which you both got. In ninth place with 194.5 wins is Israel Gutierrez, which is a point for Byron. Mm. And nobody got uh, 10th place, 160 points, Frank Isola. Wow. We're gonna He's a relatively new guy. Do you, I, I'm not kidding. I, I watched it for the first time in probably, I don't even know how many years. It was just on the other day. And Frank Isola um, won. <laughs> I was over um espn programming number one the very first this is sports center commercial aired in 1994 with cam neely and roger clemens driving around trying to locate the studio only to find out it's closed for which personality's birthday <laughs> You have both answered Chris Berman, which is correct for one point each. Number two, what is the name of the talk show hosted by Stephen A. Smith since 2012? He has co-hosted it with Skip Bayless and Max Kellerman at various points. Mark, you were in second. What'd you say? I have no idea. <laughs> and I said no clue because I don't. I don't watch ESPN programming today. So, Byron, what'd you say? I think this is first take. First take is correct. And your third question. Which former ESPN game show hosted by Kenny Mayne tested contestants' rapid-fire knowledge of sports trivia? It is based in part on the classic British game show Mastermind. Uh, Byron, you were in second. What would you say? Once you mentioned online version, I just went with the classic CD-ROM game of You Don't Know Jack. And Mark? I could only name one trivia-related show on ESPN of Stump the Schwab, which I don't think is right, but... <laughs> Two-minute drill. Um, Matt Doherty. Well, that was a extremely entertaining game, gentlemen. But finishing with 16 points and ending his tournament run is Mark Grenier. And finishing with 22 points and going on to face whoever wow. the winner of the BTP turn uh, side of the bracket is, is Byron Grubman. So congratulations, gentlemen. Congratulations, Byron. And Wow. Great game, guys. This was awesome. Just think, Mark, if you had spent more time watching uh, <laughs> Around the Horn. <laughs> it's on. It's on at a time. Well, first of all, great game, Byron. Thank you, Ryan, for hosting. Excellent questions. I, well, I'm almost 50, so I like work all day. Uh, I usually get home around six. I think first take, or not first take, I think around the horn is on at like five or 5.30 now, here at least. And uh, it's just not, I watch sports on ESPN. I don't watch ESPN really for anything else. That's fine. It, it is what it is, you know. I get my Winter Olympics uh, and Olympic questions, and then I have to, have to deal with around the horn. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, great game, Byron. You know, like uh, it was an awesome job. I knew it was going to be be tough to beat you today. So, and yeah, thanks, Ryan. Um, thanks, Matt, for putting this whole thing on. It's been a ton of fun. Um, I wish I was moving on, but you know, you can't can't win them all. So. Well, you'll get the uh, shout outs in pretty much every single fast break game that we do. So there's that for you. So at least there's that. You know? <laughs> yeah, I do appreciate um, that. You know, I, I, I don't think I'm your only listener, but, you know, some, <laughs> we, we like to joke. 
Yeah, so Ryan, I don't you you don't listen to a lot of our shows, but that's fine. We uh, the joke is that we do these fast break games that are twice a month, and we spend a lot of time doing it. And we joke that that Mark is the only one listening to the entire show. I do listen. So, I just I don't listen to anything on a weekly basis. A podcast yeah. just dropped off for me lately. Well, the um, fast break games are the the Patreon exclusive ones. But oh, anyway, fun. yeah. When, so. Uh, well, when we did the last one last week, um, who was it? I think it was Scott or Marcus was like, like, oh, yeah, Byron's playing, you know, Mark next week. It's the battle for all the smoking jackets. The two guys. Yeah, appearances. <laughs> <laughs> the most amount of appearances on the entire show. So, all right, gentlemen. Well, anything else you'd like to say before we wrap it up? Uh, that, that was a terrific game. I kind of got lucky that, you know, like you said, you're, you know, you're, you're nearly 50. I'm 38. So those sports media questions kind of fell into my wheelhouse uh, a bit more. So I was very lucky for that, especially after starting with MLS uh, for today. I thought I was in for it, but um, no, this was a lot of fun. Mark, you, you've kept me on my toes the whole game. Thanks Ryan for, for another round of great questions. All right. Well, thank you. Oh, sorry. I have have nothing to (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Byron. Thank you again, Ryan. And thank you all for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.